Good morning. Can there be a better occasion than to celebrate $25 million? <laughs> Fair enough, Secretary Chow. For Thursday, March 29th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. Since 1961, the Fairfax Christian School, a kindergarten through 12th grade university prep school, has created scholars with a passion for learning. Their small class sizes with individual attention, time-tested curriculum, experienced teachers, and focus on values gives your child a competitive advantage. They're moving to Loudoun County in June and now offer a new affordable tuition plan. Schedule your tour with the Fairfax Christian School today. Visit their website at fairfaxchristianschool.com or call them today at 703-759-5100. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. United States Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chow was on the side of Shreveport Ridge Road in the rain yesterday to celebrate a $25 million federal grant to help pay for a long-planned section of North Star Boulevard. The ceremony was held at the northern end of a 1.6-mile missing link of North Star between Shreveport and Route 50, and which that federal money will help pay for. Finishing that section would create another north-south connector between some of the county's major roadways. North Star and Belmont Ridge Road together would form an unbroken connection from Route 50 all the way to Route 7 with ramps onto the Dulles Greenway. This project demonstrates to the rest of the country the importance of the cooperation between the federal government and the state and local governments. Local governments are a natural partner in infrastructure. You know best what's going on. The county won that funding through the U.S. Department of Transportation's competitive Transportation Investment Generating Economic Recovery, or TIGER, grant program. Chow said they had 452 applications for those grants, and Loudoun was one of only 41 grant winners. Loudoun is also the first locality to win a Tiger grant and one of only a handful of winners to get the maximum possible grant amount, $25 million. Those $25 million will chip away at the project total estimated cost of nearly $88 million. The county is also hoping to get funding from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority. Ultimately, the county plans to extend North Star even further south to Braddock Road. The county plans to fund the last sections of that road in fiscal year 2024. Go to loudonnow.com morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, across the county, public school students owe more than $20,000 in unpaid school breakfast and lunch. But for the second year in a row, the Loudoun Education Foundation wants to take that debt off their shoulders. The foundation wants to raise enough money to cover all of that $20,000, and they say thanks to an anonymous donor, all but $4,000 of that debt is already covered. To donate, go to loudoneducationfoundation.org slash generaldonation.html. You can get the link in the story on our website. In the comments section, when you make your donation, write school meal donation. Anything beyond what they need this year will go toward next year's school meal debts. 
County supervisors have sent a letter to the Loudoun School Board expressing, quote, genuine concern over the idea that the county would have to take ownership of the Middleburg Community Charter School building. The school system has been leasing that property to Middleburg Community Charter School's board of directors for $1 a year since 2014, which is the year the public elementary school closed and the charter school moved in. It is thought to be the oldest operating school building in Loudoun. The school board is currently discussing whether it should hold on to that building and property or surplus them to the county. School board member Eric Hornberger first brought this up last year, saying the school system is not in the business of leasing property. He and other school board members have suggested giving the building to the town of Middleburg. If they want to do that, they have to go through the county. If the school system declares a property surplus, that real estate goes to the county, which really doesn't have an option to decline that property. But if the school system is not in the business of leasing property, supervisors have said, neither is the county in the business of running schools. While the school board is talking about possibly divesting the building, they have shown no sign of revoking the school's charter. That means the county could conceivably end up owning a building with an operating school inside. County staff members have estimated the cost of running the building would nearly quadruple if the county government were to take over. That cost increase raises a lot of questions, but it is uh, said to be for two reasons. First, the county would probably have to start paying for water and sewer on the property, which up until now the town of Middleburg has been providing for free. Secondly, there are differences in the way the county and schools maintain their facilities. Middleburg Charter contracts with the school system for its maintenance work, and the school system uses state-subsidized in-house work. That works better for them because they have more than 100 buildings to take care of, but the county contracts most of that kind of work. Of course, if this happens the way the school board members are imagining it, the property, instead of loitering with the county, would then go straight from the county to the town of Middleburg. However, the town of Middleburg has not yet expressed any official interest in owning the school. If the town doesn't take it, the board of supervisors could also donate or sublet the property, or of course, just sell it. And as I mentioned yesterday, Leesburg Town Manager Kai Dentler says the town has a lot of catching up to do on its aging infrastructure. The previous town manager, John Wills, started what's called the Capital Asset Replacement Program, which gives the town an annual inventory of its infrastructure needs. On that list is everything from new flooring to HVAC replacement to new exercise equipment over at Ida Lee Park Recreation Center. Annually, the town spends about $1.3 million on that kind of work. But according to Dentler, that's not even half of what the town should be spending. Ideally, Dentler says, the town should be spending more than $3 million to keep up with its infrastructure. This year, department heads in the town government have requested more than $2.5 million in projects in the Capital Asset Replacement Fund, and more than $1 million of that is so far unfunded. That includes things like a new playground at Greenway Park or new vehicles for the Leesburg Police Department. In fact, the police department has requested 17 vehicles next year. Four cruisers are so far proposed for funding. The town council is still deliberating its budget. It's scheduled to take a vote on April 10th. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, start making your plans for Friday now because there's a lot to do. Let's just run down some of the live music. Chris Timbers is playing Bogatti Winery in Round Hill at 6 p.m. Will Salzman is playing Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn at 7. The Mudlark Band is playing McDowell's Brew Kitchen in Leesburg at 8. Nick Ian and the Machine is playing O'Fallon's Irish Pub in Sterling at 9. And Jimmy's Chicken Shack is playing Tally Ho in Leesburg at 7 p.m. 
Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, make a donation to help pay off some kid's school meal debt. I probably won't do anything to promote the Morning Minute, but it seems like a nice thing to do. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. In case you were wondering, yes, they were indeed handing out stuffed tiger toys at that ceremony. I hope that didn't come out of the grant.